This week, we bring on podcasters, police officers, and listeners to tackle the Micaiah Bryant shooting and the Chauvin verdict. Whether it be Dogecoin, Bitcoin, or what in the world is this safe moon thing, learn more about cryptos in our new segment for Money Talks. If you like what you hear, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and tell a friend about us. I'm Zach. And I'm Brandon, and welcome to Say What He's Saying. Cryptocurrency, whether it be Bitcoin, Litecoin, or this Dogecoin, these are all forms of cryptocurrency. And for Money Talks, this segment by Say What He's Saying, we're going to understand and get an introduction into cryptocurrency. So what is cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency is a form of payment that can be exchanged online for goods and services. You'll need to exchange real currency for the cryptocurrency to access the good or service. So say, for instance, uh, you have a kid. He's seven. He's excited about toys and arcade games. You take him to Chuck E. Cheese. He can't just go in there and use his own money directly. He'd have to go in and exchange the money for the legal tender of Chuck E. Cheese, which would be these tokens. And these tokens are very much so synonymous with what uh, cryptocurrency are, at least like Bitcoin, for example. So the value of crypto currently uh, is a $2.2 trillion market with Bitcoin taking the lead with $1.2 trillion. And all of these other uh, cryptocurrencies on the side here are the ones you can also invest in. Um, so... In the realm of crypto popularity, Zach, what brought you to the crypto world? So I I found it first when I was investing. Um, well, I guess before that, it was just novel and neat and unique. Um, it was just you know something that when I heard about it, it was still kind of a I don't know sci-fi Black Mirror type technology. <laughs> it hadn't really taken off yet. So I mean, what drove me there was curiosity at first with the technology, but now it's just um you know the decentralization of it i just think it has a lot of potential for the future and i think that's what many of the uh supporters see i mean they see bitcoin as the future i think tesla now you can buy with bitcoin i remember there's uh there was a kid when i was a kid who bought uh bitcoin he had bitcoin he mined bitcoin and he was able to buy like lamborghinis and all this other fancy fancy stuff but the concept of it is that it removes centralized banks from managing the money supply and oh banks over time reduce the value of money through inflation so if you take out that centralized force there won't be any room for inflation these are mainly the positives and it's protected by this concept of blockchain which is what zach mentioned a decentralized process and recording system that can uh, that can be more secure than traditional payment systems this is because this has to do with encryptions and uh long form storages instead of something like money which is an easy tender to not only duplicate and manipulate uh you can it can be forged there's many different uh variables that makes the physical uh, option of tender not as uh attractive so investing in crypto uh so investors see these uh i guess i guess high level investors see them more as speculation, not necessarily real investments, but because Bitcoin is triumphant over the other ones and now it can hold a candle to many of the more uh, physical uh, stocks and shares, there's something to be taken more seriously. So the uh, criticism of the investors is that, that the currency needs more stability so that merchants and consumers can determine what is a fair price. So say, for instance, um, 
what was it like say okay so in 2017 in december bitcoin was at 20,000 and then in that same year it was once 3200 currently it's at 50,000 and it was just at 46,000 a week ago that level of volatility uh is very uh not attractive for i guess the average uh the average investor or i guess the more serious investor mm-hmm. um they're seeing more i guess currently we are seeing more of the youth getting involved whether it be for dogecoin or amc or gamestop and a lot it's just starting to create this rift in the stock and finance world uh that many investors aren't taking these new these new kids on the block seriously but bitcoin is allowing many people to take it and its growth very seriously. Zach, a lot of people are in profit from Bitcoin of two, three, even four years ago. Yeah, for sure. I wish I had gotten into it earlier. I had some Bitcoin around $10,000 and then I got cold feet because of the volatility and I sold it all. And are so, you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I could have, uh, I didn't have that much. That's the thing. I probably would have only made a couple hundred bucks. But but yeah, no, I at this point, I've got my Bitcoin. I'm holding on to it. You hold that sucker diamond hands, man. Anyway, but Warren Buffett, one of uh, the world's probably most respected investors, he is not a fan. Uh, He compares bitcoins to checks. He said it's very effective comparing checks. He said it's a very effective way of transmitting money. A check is a way of transmitting. A check is that form as well, similar to Bitcoin. Would the check itself be worth a whole lot of money? No, just because it transmit money, no. So and again, he and that is the same merit in regards to Bitcoin. Is a physical coin itself worth anything? No, I guess it's the value that you can put in or behind it. And I guess that's was anything, but um, specifically with bitcoins and checks was his comparison. Now, though there's a lot of gains and many people have made gains, there should be a general disclaimer. Uh, about cryptocurrency, and that is an extremely speculative and volatile buy. Uh, Stock and trading of established companies is generally less risky than investing in cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, because those rises and falls do not follow typical trends that many people have been able to predict and estimate over, you know, the past 50 years or so. So in buying crypto, so some cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, are all available for purchase within you with U.S. dollar. So to buy cryptocurrencies, you'll need a quote unquote wallet, uh, an online app that can hold your currency. So another way that many or many people have found their way to cryptocurrency is that the individual would have to go to their phone. Right. And same way how you would the, with the Chuck E. Cheese anal- um, analogy. Go in there, use your real money to transfer into Bitcoin, and whatever you buy, whatever you use your money to buy a Bitcoin, whatever price that Bitcoin is at is where you're buying at. You say, for instance, Bitcoin's at half a million dollars per Bitcoin. You can't buy it when it was at one cent, for example. You have to buy it to wherever it's current at. This is where the whole concept of uh, buy, uh, sell high, right? Buy low? Yeah. Yeah. And where you would pretty much want to buy Bitcoin at its trending in the lower ranges so you can see the profit. Now, in its legality, is it legal? In the U.S., yes. In China, no. Pretty simple. Uh, isn't uh, Zach, you were telling me a friend of yours said that in Nepal, mm-hmm. it was illegal, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's illegal there, and it sounds like plenty of other countries are either currently regulating it or considering regulating it. So that's one other reason to, you know, Not- tack onto your disclaimer. If the U.S. starts putting in regulations, then stuff's going to plummet at least a little bit because of it. Right. Now, do you feel as if countries who have inferior currencies to Bitcoin as a currency uh, would feel that pressure to not uh, legalize it or to regulate it more often than other countries? Maybe. the So, like, say, for instance, like, I was going to say, for instance, if, uh, let's say, Thailand uh, were to encourage Bitcoin, Bitcoin could take over because it's a higher currency than their currency. Yeah, I can see that. I could also see countries having their own digital currencies. Um, so I know that's China is looking at having the um, they're a they're starting a digital currency for their official um, fee, uh, currency in their country. So that could be an alternative too, right? Maybe governments start developing digital currencies to use and kind of hop on this crypto bandwagon on some level. But if they don't, then yeah, I could see, you know, if people start using Bitcoin, then yeah, maybe it just winds up taking taking over, quote unquote, for some of them. Yeah. And then for the online brokers for crypto. So typically, or I guess the more safe route, instead of mining it through the dark web like they used to back in the old 2010s, <laughs> um, it's now easily uh, accessible through an app. Whether it be Coinbase, eToro, Robinhood, Webull. Now, Robinhood's been in the news in regards to controlling what uh, the investors are able to buy and not buy. And typically, you would not want that. You'd want someone who allows a free and open market uh, to not allow for, uh, I guess, personal intrigue or Mm -hmm. uh, higher motives to be in play while individuals are trying to invest their money. Zach, do you have a personal uh, online broker of choice and did you switch or why? What's your story? Yeah. So originally I had used Coinbase and I I used them at first. They were just most popular, one of the biggest ones. Um, They don't have the best customer service. And so I got locked out of my account at one point and wasn't able to buy anything. And so after that, they I wound up switching uh, because of that. I bought some stuff on Robinhood, um, but one thing to keep in mind with Robinhood, Webull, SoFi, uh, plenty of other ones, they're not, it's a little different than a crypto brokerage because you don't have immediate access to your crypto. um, So you can't Mm -hmm. transfer it to other people. You can't exchange it for other cryptocurrencies. You can't do other things like that. So if you can, uh, if you plan on holding it for longer periods of time and or using it, I would say try to get it on one of these other brokerages. Um, now, since uh, since leaving Coinbase, now I use Gemini um, to buy it, which is just another larger uh, crypto brokerage. And then I also use uh, Binance, which is another one that lists Dogecoin and some others that aren't on Gemini and Coinbase. So I use those mostly, and then I use... Um, I use Celsius as a sort of savings account to then throw my crypto Mm -hmm. into and earn some interest on. So what about you? What do you buy yours on? I'm typically in Robinhood and Webull Mm -hmm. uh, for the more dynamic, um, more the the dynamic names of stocks. I go through Webull um, and I actually personally go through a series of apps depending on what I want to invest in. So I have an app called Stock Screener. Mm -hmm. 
and eventually we can do an, uh, uh, an episode on this. Just I'm just giving this information in general. Um, but using a stock screen app, I'm on an Android. You can look at volume stocks, the price of stocks, penny stocks. Mm-hmm. And there's at least over, I think, around two dozen different categories of stocks to look at. And you can pick, say, for instance, like a, a penny stock gainer, which is the stock, a penny stock that's done the best, which is mtl.p. And it's done 27% uh, today, right? And you could go in there and compare it to the trends to see if it would be good to invest in. That's typically how I go about it. Um, but I do want to eventually get to where you're at, Zach, where you have – you almost treat it like a curated uh, investment plan, like a curated investment portfolio where instead of going through like a Charles, and, like a Charles Schwab or, uh, you know, Whichever brokers you would go to a physical one, uh, you would create like this one is best for saving and this one's best for execution of pulling out your coins and this is better, uh, a safer uh, app. So it's all it's all subjective. We're actually I think we're in the era of seeing what this can be, whether it fail. And I don't think it'll fail in 50 years, but we'll definitely see. Yeah, no, we're definitely at the point where, you know, anything could happen. It could it could take off, it could become normalized and then just stay popular and or it could just go you know, it it could take a hit and maybe lose some popularity. So, we don't really know. You know, this may there are lots of very very smart people that are saying that it's a bubble and there are lots of very very smart people that think that it's not a bubble and that we're edging towards keeping and maintaining crypto as a part of our society. So yeah, use your best judgment as always. Don't invest money that you can't lose. That's true. Whatever. If you can't, if you can't buy it twice, you, one would say you can't afford it. Yep. All right. And then with that being said, that's our money talks uh, for this particular week. Next week, you'll see another stuff. Zach and I are still coming up with the uh, topic at hand, but if you guys have something you guys want to mention or hear about, let us know. Uh, we work best with the communication, just like the National State when he's saying uh, message and mission. So uh, let us know. Thanks, guys. Take care. <laughs>